We're bringing you all you need to succeed in the real estate business. It's Spilling the LT, brought to you by Lawyer's Title, telling you what it's really like to work in real estate. Welcome to another episode of Spilling the LT. I'm your host, Tamara Gady. I am the director of Collin County Sales for Lawyer's Title. I'm super excited about my guest here today. I have with us the renowned, nationally renowned Whoa. speaker and coach, Kyle Draper. He is also uh, our social media expert, and I wanted him to come on today. We're going to talk about some new developments in social media. So, Kyle, welcome. Tamara. Kyle. I'm so, I'm so pumped. <laughs> I don't know where to put my legs yeah. on this set. I may be weird today somehow. I think we'll say good words that come out of our mouths. So. I think it, it needs to be like something to get people going, right? There's so many Heck new yeah. things out there that... People need to be working on to further the business and get a bigger presence on social media. 100%. Well, we're doing the one we're going to talk about today. So we're going to do a podcast on podcasting. Yes. Are we going to explode the universe right now? Do we have that power? No, probably not. <laughs> I wish I did. I would abuse it so much. Okay, random, random, real quick. Uh, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Oh. One. Um, I already know what mine is. Fly. To be able to fly? Yeah. I want to be invisible. Mm. See, like that, I feel like if a man says invisible, it feels dirty. Like you would like <laughs> want to like snoop on people. I don't feel like that if a woman says that. Yeah. But if when a man says invisible, I'm like, yeah. you pervy, dude. There's a lot of places I want to go that I can't go. And if I was invisible, I get like to go. What, like what's one? What, what would you do if, if you were invisible? Where would you go? Uh, Buckingham Palace. Oh. I'd yeah. go try on a bunch of diamonds and it. crown I, jewels. But I could fly there. Yeah, but you couldn't get in. I probably could fly past security. Okay, this is not our topic for today. <laughs> so let's get on track. Let's go. All right, first thing I want to ask you. Let's talk about the difference between a podcast and a video. Because yeah. they're very different. Sure. And I don't yeah. know that people understand because you're we're doing a video right now. So yeah. is this a video or a podcast? Well, let, let me let me tell you my quick story on why I even started podcasting. One of one of my buddies, he he has a really big mortgage podcast, and we were having lunch, and he goes, "Kyle, do you know that the average video on Facebook is watched for like a minute and eight seconds?" He said, "The average podcast episode is listened to for 18." And I'm proof of that because you got about five seconds. Yeah, and, and the on moment video before I'm going to log off if it isn't worth anything. Yeah, and so the the moment he said that, I was like, oh my gosh, why am I so fixated on video? Yeah. Right. So the difference is video is just video; it lives wherever video lives. The power of podcast is we don't feel like the the same with video, where it's like, well, I need to sit down and watch. With podcast, it's on in our car, it's on on a walk, it's on at the gym. It's on while you're, you know, t giving your kids a bath. It's just on. And so there's just so much power in it. And then like what y'all are doing in the studio, this is a podcast, but then you also are able to break all this video down into little bitty segments. And so there's just so much power in doing the podcast now because with the podcast, you get the video. And you get all of the podcast benefits, right? 100%. So a podcast can be easily turned into a video, chop it all apart. You can do audio, you can do graphics. Yeah. You can post bits and pieces at certain times. You've got content for however long. However, however I mean, long you need it. I actually have one videographer that will break apart our content and he's made eight months worth of content out of yeah. one 
40-minute video that I've done with one of my lender clients. And here, can I tell you a really stupid reason to do a podcast? Yeah, I can't wait. Because people think you're cool if you have a podcast. It's so <laughs> dumb. It's just so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many people are like, you have a podcast? Yeah. And they think I'm cooler. Actually, I've gotten that a couple of times since, you know, one of the two of my episodes of air that I've had people ask me, you have a podcast? So you just instantly carry more clout because you say you have a podcast. And and so that that's part of why I've loved it, because it just elevates me to in, in a lot of people's minds to whatever their next level is. And I'm cool with that. If it makes you think I'm cooler, I'll take that all day. Got to be cool. So why would one want a podcast? Well, I think a podcast, first of all, it provides clout. Mm-hmm. I think it, it validates you as the expert of whatever you're trying to talk about, right? So, you know, for you in title, for me in social media, it it's just an easy next step to feel like we're moving into an upper echelon of like, now I'm not just in title. Like I also talk about title on a podcast and it just feels bigger. Mm-hmm. I, I think the the other the what I love so much about a podcast is it gives me a platform to borrow the influence of other people, right? Like right now we're doing this podcast. Well, guess what? When it releases, I'm gonna share it. Right. So now you just got to be in front of my people. Yep. Without going, hey Kyle, will you share my post <laughs> with people? Like I get hit up all the time by people mm-hmm. that want me to share their crap. Yeah. You want me to share your crap? Put me in it. Yeah. And that's the easiest way. And so I think there's just so much power in bringing guests on in an environment like this, having a genuine conversation, and you're going to get exposure to all of their people. Your business will grow by just simply having a podcast where you bring on other people. Well, and I think one of the great suggestions that you gave me this week was to cross-pollinate with other people who are doing podcasts. So I did a video with one of my lender clients this morning, and I told him before we started the video that we are doing so much content together that we should be cross-pollinating our efforts together. So I talked about my podcast on his video. He's coming on my podcast next week, and he'll talk about his podcast. So we're just sharing and growing followers that way. Right? Uh, yeah. And the I, same thing will happen with you and I. 100%. Yeah, I'm a part. So this Saturday, I don't know when this airs, but from where we're filming, I'm a part of this thing called Potapalooza. Potapalooza. It's a, it's a big, they're doing 12 hours of live podcasting. They've invited a bunch of different podcasters on and they're raising money for charity. And so I'm not big time enough to be invited on as the guest, but I am the guest of one of my friends who's on the show. Okay. So this Saturday, I'll be on an hour-long podcast. Guess what? My listener base is going to grow Yep. because I'm going to be on his show during this Potapalooza. Yeah. And everyone that does a podcast is always looking for new people to come on. Yep. Right? They're begging for people. Content. Yeah, you're looking and, for content all of the time, And so right? I'm also, there's a website called Podmatch. Podmatch. Okay. And it's basically like, uh, like a Bumble or a Tinder. I've been married for a really long time, so I don't know the, all the cool names of this stuff, <laughs> but... But it's, it's basically like a dating site for podcasters, and you can go on there, and you can look for shows to be on. You can also look for guests. It's just, it's unbelievable the influence that comes with, with, with doing a show. Well, and you tapped into this, so let's explore this a little bit. So how do you pick the right guests for your podcast? Well, I think you have to, first, you have to stay true to what you design your podcast to be. Sure. Right? So like my podcast is about social media. So I'll have people go, oh, I want to come be a guest on your show. And I'm like, you suck at social media. <laughs> like, why, why would you come on here? 
this is a show about social media. <laughs> right. So I, I say no to a lot of people. Yeah. Because they're genuinely not good at social media. Yeah. Right. So to me, we, we've got to identify. I was talking to another lender and he lives in Flower Mound. He's about to put out a show that's all local. Right. He's going to bring on local restaurant owners. He's going to bring on other small business owners. He's going to educate people moving into Dallas Fort Worth that may be looking to figure out what part of the DFW area do I want to live in. Okay. So let's, we need to break this down a little bit further. Okay. okay? So my audience on the podcast is going to, they're going to be realtors and lenders, right? Yeah. Because I'm yep. in the real estate industry. Your podcast is going to speak to all walks of life, right? Because it's about social media. It can, but I cater it to our, to the real estate space, okay. but I do have people that listen outside of it because they can still find value from it. But I still go hard at really bringing lenders and realtors into my show because that's the niche that I want to be the ultimate expert of. Okay, so I have a couple real, a husband and wife realtor team mm-hmm. that did a podcast for a while, actually in the studio. I've had several people in real estate that I know do podcasts yeah. in the studio, and I've noticed that they're all no longer doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and so one of the things that I did, and I would never criticize what other people sure. are doing. That's not what I'm. That's not even where I'm going here. So just follow me down the rabbit hole for a second. But I noticed that they struggled with views depending on the guest. Yeah. Okay. So their first podcast, I was on their very first podcast and they got the most. Oh no, it got the most. Is that what you're going to say? Wow. And we're done. Cut. Cut. We're out of (laughs) here. Totally a joke. I mean, wow. Okay. So their first podcast, they had the most views that they had on any other episode. Now we, I'm not saying this, that it was me that did that. I'm saying it was was. their very first podcast. So there's a lot of attention around the first time you do something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so as they continue to have guests, they noticed that their views were trailing off now. So that's what, that's really what I'm trying to drill down to. Yeah is how do you find content and guests that will keep things moving and growing? And, yeah. you know, you want to have, it, it puts a lot of pressure on you to try to find the right guests for a podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's all, there's a lot of pressure that comes along with that because you want to make sure that you're providing value and content to you, your listeners and you want to keep them engaged. Like I told you at the beginning, you got five seconds. Right. Well, and we know that from doing presentations in real estate. I mean, you got 30 seconds before, and if you're not exciting enough, the realtor's on their phone. No doubt. listening anymore and looking for that CE credit, right? Is this podcast for CE credit for everybody that listens? No. That would be impossible. But anyway, so again, back to to my point. Let's start at the basics. Yeah. I think most people fail. I failed at two podcasts. This is my third podcast. Okay. The first two failed. Okay. And, and I think the reason most of them fail is we set poor expectation. Like, this is hard. This is hard work. Yeah. Right? So, so I think if you don't have a genuine passion for why you're doing it and what you're talking about, it will not last. Because at first, this is fun. It's new. It's exciting. But then you get into like 10 episodes, 20 episodes. You've got to really dig deep. And so you've got to genuinely want to do it. And, and I think... People also think that like, if you can grow your podcast to a certain level, like you can make a ton of money. Joe Rogan makes a ton of money, but Joe Rogan has millions of listeners. Yeah. And so for our environment of real estate, you're never going to have 
that level of listener base. At least you shouldn't because your goal should be cultivating an audience of people that you can buy and sell houses with, Mm -hmm. right? And so I would be, if I were a realtor in Dallas-Fort Worth, I'd be doing a hyper-local show, right, that's digging deep into the roots of a part of our community, and then that is where I would begin to filter guests from. Well, but I also think, just back to your point of partnering with other people who already have podcasts yeah. to help grow each other's following, right? But but and, and to circle back you know, to what you said at first, I have a monthly mastermind meeting that I started January or February, something like that. And when I very first started it, it was it was a heavy weight because yeah. you're taking on this responsibility to per, to make sure that the people in the room are engaged and getting something out of what right. you're doing. And these are seasoned producers that are very busy people. And if you don't provide that level of content, they're not going to come back. Yeah. And as I go on every month, you know that challenge continues. And I don't know that I think most people know how much work I put into prepping that every month. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yep. This stuff is much more easy to me simply because I know my audience. Um, we're having a casual conversation. It doesn't have to be scripted. Yeah. You know, there's not these full on bullet points. We're going to come up with what we want to talk sure. about and expand as we just continue to have a conversation. But the pressure to provide valuable content is real. It is real. And and we've got to be very intentional about, I think the reason why my podcast now is going well mm-hmm. is because it's truly not for me. Like I didn't go, ooh, I'm going to start a podcast to make money. I wanted to start a podcast to first create value for people, but also to just increase my influence, right? So influence isn't necessarily tied to a dollar amount for me. It's just tied to eyeballs that are paying attention. Well, and so that was another question I had for you. So do you look at how many views you get, how many comments you get, how many likes or whatever it is, whatever social media platform you're on to see which videos get more attention than others? I And then continue based off of what gets more attention. Do you see what I'm asking? I do see what you're asking. I am, I'm not a data person. Okay. Like I'm not that smart, right? So I don't overanalyze data. Like I'm sure there's a lot of people that do. I, I'm watching for general trends and are my monthly views going up, right? Is, is my watch time increasing? And I will go back and go, are any of the last 10 episodes, like did any one of them just way outperform the others? Mm -hmm. And then I might put a little bit of thought into, was it just the guest? Is it just a guest that has more influence than the rest of them? Or was it the subject? Did we talk about something that's just really polarizing or it's a huge issue that people need help with? But for the most part, like you're the expert of what you do. So you know where to take people. And if we let the data be too important, Mm -hmm. you're no longer in charge. The data is. And the data doesn't know your people. You know your people. And I think you have a valid point there because you have to be really invested in your business and what you're you're doing to be successful at some of these things, right? Absolutely. I'm very keenly aware of what's going on with my client base. Right. I talk to them. I study the market. I study what they're interested in. Right. It's there's a lot that goes into what we do. And you've done the same thing to grow Mm -hmm. your business. Right. And those should become the talking points that make it onto the platform of a podcast. Right. That's why I'm bringing on guests that, that are actual like most of my guests are like actual realtors that are in the space that Mm -hmm. the realtors are in. 
and I'm pulling their nuggets out of their business. So I'm not even really the talent on the show. That okay. I'm just I'm just the conduit yep. that the talent goes through. Yep. But I get all the credit. Well, see, here's the beautiful show. thing. You're a very good interviewer. Right. That's really all it is, is yeah. being a very good interviewer. And if you're paying attention to what people are saying, you can pull something out right. and expand, have them expand on it. Yep. Because people love to talk about themselves. Yeah. J yesterday, I had on the, she is, her title is national speaker for BombBomb. That's a pretty big title. And so she came on my show and, uh. Like I didn't plan for it because I don't. I really don't prep. I just want it to be very authentic, and I want to come up with stuff on the fly. And we got like real deep, real fast. And she was like, "Wow, we just got really deep." And you could tell that she's not used to going to that depth in most interviews. Expand on that. What do you mean you got deep? What does that mean? Well, give me an example. So, or so for me, going deep is like. Like most interviewers that aren't good at it, they literally live by a list of questions. And at the end of the first question, you know, they, they try to transition, but they're like, um, so, oh, also, what about, it's just, it's just a list of questions. Yeah. They're not listening for things you're saying. And, and so the way that I end up deep with people is I ask her a very simple question. I let her talk. I'm actually listening. Right. Right. And then instead of trying to move it to the next conversation, I'll, I'll go, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more about that. Mm -hmm. And just that, just that simple, tell me more about that, mm -hmm. requires her to now say something that most interviewers never allowed her to say because they just stayed very surface. Sure. And, and so people end up enjoying the episodes because they may have heard her on another podcast but this one's going to be different because she's going to get to a depth that she wasn't able to get to on, on another show. And, and so I think that's the, like, that's the power of podcasting is because it's unscripted. It can be unscripted. It can also be very scripted. But I love that because it's unscripted, this conversation can go anywhere. Don't you think the best ones are unscripted? I mean, I, I a couple do, bullet yeah. points about what you're going to talk about. You're knowledgeable enough about your subject that you can expand. Yeah. You get on the stage and you go. 100%. No paralysis analysis. And you're also going to have some duds. It just is what it is, right? None of us have every day is a great day. We have days that are bad. And so, I, you know, I, we're about to release, I think we're at almost 70 episodes. Um, there's probably been eight or 10. Hopefully none of my guests will watch this and wonder if they're in the eight or 10. <laughs> Um, You're going to have to, but, are you going to give me a list after we're done? Sure. Yeah, we're close enough friends that as you promise, <laughs> otherwise I'll murder you. Uh, but there's been eight or 10 that I'm like, it wasn't terrible because I'm good at the interview part, mm -hmm. but it wasn't what I hoped it would have been. Mm -hmm. And it is what it is. I released it anyway. And you know why? Because everybody connects to something different. When, when I used to be a, a pastor, oftentimes like my worst, in my opinion, my worst sermons, I'd get home. And I'd be like, oh, that was awful. And my wife would go, that was one of my favorite ones. And so we all use a different scorecard to decide if something's valuable or not. And so I just push it all out there because who am I to say, well, I don't want you to hear that episode because I didn't like it when it might really impact you. Well, okay. So when I think of Dud, I, I would think of someone that 
that doesn't know how to contribute enough to the conversation. Sure. So I'm, I have two people that I'm contemplating having on the show. Oh, let's say their names. Absolutely not. <laughs> and so my, my thought process is I'm not sure that this, that they would be able to bring enough content. They're very good at what they do. Sure. They're very good at what they do, but when you put people in that chair yeah. and you turn on all the cameras and the lights, yeah. something different happens yeah. to people that don't have a lot of experience doing it, right? Yeah. And so I could have had a conversation at a coffee table with a, cup of, with a beautiful latte and we could have had a whole different kind of conversation than we would here. And, yeah. and you, you have to be concerned how much of that load are you carrying. Mm -hmm. That to me would determine whether or not a podcast would be a dud or not. So part of that, like, so I don't have that same issue that you do okay. because we're in a really nice studio. It costs money to be here, right? So like you can't really afford to have duds. I record my podcast from my office. I can't afford to have duds because I can't afford to have duds. Well, <laughs> yeah, but see, but, but I think, I, I think that there, there's a flavor out there for everybody. Like, okay. There's people out there that eat black licorice. That's terrible. My daddy's right. Stuff like that's terrible. real life. There's people out there that eat, they put that in their mouth. <laughs> it's freaking gross. And so there's a flavor for everybody. Okay. And, and you're also allowed, you could have a 12 minute podcast episode. Like there's no rule that says, right? Like Joe Rogan does four hour marathon episodes. All right. Other people go 60 minutes. Most of my episodes are anywhere from like 24 minutes to 30 yeah, ish that's minutes. Me. That's my pocket. But I have one or two, like 19 minutes. And you know why? Because they gave the value I felt they were capable of giving. In my mind, I kind of was like, I feel like if we try to stretch it, it's going to go downhill. And so I just call it. Well, and that's a great nugget about podcasting that you just gave. Yeah. You call it. If you see there's a struggle and you're not able to continue with the conversation, you as the host are, are capable of calling it. You're the boss. And I've never done this yet, but I've ha I have buddies that their way out of episodes is so. If anybody watching this, if anyone's <laughs> ever told you what I'm about to tell you, you got took and you didn't even know. But but literally, he's he said a couple times that he's he's had to tell people like, oh, the audio was bad, and so we're not gonna be able to use it. We'll have to reschedule, and they just never reschedule. Okay, you should have told me that went offline because now. So, I'm not going to be able to so, use that. No, you'll just have to go, no, for real. <laughs> you, you have to lie twice. But, but that, you know, so I think there are ways to kind of get out of it. Okay. If, but you're, you're a good host, right? And so I think most good hosts can pull enough nuggets out of anyone to do a good, to do a decent show. Yeah. Now it may not be 30 minutes of nuggets. It might be 10 minutes of nuggets, but I, I think that. It, it's so much about the person sitting in the host chair. And if you're not a genuinely curious person, this is freaking hard. Yeah. You have to genuinely care about the person sitting in the seat across from you and, and really want to pull stuff out of them for the audience that you equally care about. And, and I think that's where a lot of people fall flat. Well, I, you know, I think there's a lot of things that you and I take for granted in our public speaking past that help sure. create this kind of an environment, right? Because I was doing a video to Realtors Lender earlier today, and I warned the Realtors. I said, he has a full-time video videographer on staff. So when you walk into this room, you're going to see four to five cameras. You're going to see yeah. cords everywhere. You're going to get mic'd up. It's going, you're going to see the lights. So be, they were, they, if they had walked in that room, <laughs> 
without knowing, oh, sure. there probably would have just been this like deer in the headlights thing. Yeah. And um, one of them got really intimidated. And we had a conversation right there about it yeah. that, that the realtor is very good at the listing presentation and the buyer presentation because they're sitting in a living room with two or th two people, you know, one or two people or maybe a couple of family members, maybe three or four, and they're talking about selling or buying a home, yeah. right? They don't do this kind of stuff. I was a co-host on a radio show for a year. I've had speaking engagements in, in front of 300 plus people. I right. can talk in front of two people or... 6,000 people, you know, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the, you know, sit and do a podcast, do videos, but, and you have the same experience. I so how that, do we coach some of these people to, well, and to empower them to not just do, maybe not do a podcast, but just to do a video. Yeah. It, so there, there's a couple different ways to take this coaching aspect. I think one, there's very little I can do for you five minutes before we're supposed to do a video. Right. So like, there's not a lot of coaching that can necessarily happen in the moment. One thing that I do is like I have a half sheet of paper that if a guest that I'm having on isn't used to being on the podcast, I send them this payment, this paper and say, hey, these are the things that you need to be aware of before you come on the show. Can I have that piece sure. of paper? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see, I'd like to see what that looks later like. today. Okay. Um, but basically, it's talking through like, is your Wi-Fi strong? Are you in a protective area where you're not? there's not a ton of foot traffic coming around? Do you have headphones on? Oh, right. that's different because you do your podcast via you know, Zoom. So there's there's all different types of things, but we could create one that would be for this guest to help in, them in this prepare room. for what this right? looks and like. I think the safest thing we can say to people is, "Hey, we can delete it yeah. if it's not great." And just that peace of mind, I think, knowing that, like, well, am I letting Tamara down if I do a terrible job? Like, will you like me less, dude? It's cool. Yeah, it's gonna be great. But if it's not, we'll scrap it and we'll reschedule. And I think that just kind of allows them to go. That's a great idea. Okay. Right. And then yeah. I also tell people, and I, maybe this makes me sound arrogant when I say this to people, but, but I, I've told nervous guests, I'm really good at this. Mm -hmm. I will not let you fail. Mm -hmm. I won't let you fail. I'm going to ask you questions that you know the answers to. And I'm going to set you up to look like the rock star. So just trust me. And... If I know the guest, if, if I don't know the guest, they're really good at what they do, so they don't need that pep talk. But that means a lot to people. I will not let you fail. If, I, if anyone's looking stupid on this stage, it's going to be me. You're really good at looking stupid on this it, stage. I'm great at it. It's, it's, one of my, it's one of my greatest gifts. I think that's a superpower that God gave me. Is, oh, you know, yeah, okay. Everybody's like, I'm flying and I'm invisible, and I'm like, I'm really stupid. But actually, I so. enjoy our time together because it brings out a lighter side to me, right? Yeah. That doesn't normally get yeah. to come forward on when I'm in when I'm in work mode, right? Because absolutely, this is business. We're here to and do business. Let me also say, like, this environment that we're in right now mm -hmm. is very intimidating to most people. I would think so. Right? This is not normal. Having a bajillion cameras yeah. and not knowing where to look, right? Like, I would encourage anybody listening to this episode, like, if you've never done a podcast, just start simple. You can literally, what well, you could meet someone and go in a room and set a, you know, a Blue Yeti mic down in the middle, and you could start there. You could use Zoom, which is the way I do my podcast, right? And and so there, there's so many ways to try this without going... I don't have a grand a month yet to pour into a really, really nice something. Mm -hmm. Because again, this is really helpful for the video aspect, but a podcast is audio. 
So like, I don't even push out the video of my podcast because I do so much other video content. So I only use the audio of every single podcast I do. And so there's no rhyme or reason necessarily. There's no one way to do it. Just start. Because there's people out there looking for information that you have inside of you. And so why are you choosing to not let it out? Well, and I think that's a great tip for you realtors, okay? Because a lot of you guys get marketing budgets from your broker to spend on things like marketing materials or podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons we've seen a surge of realtors doing podcasts. But they didn't start with the basics, which is do a video or be consistent in your social media. So why don't you, instead of just jumping straight into the deep end of the pool, let's use those marketing dollars for something that makes a little bit more sense while you gain your confidence in mm-hmm. your content, your speaking ability, and your ability to carry on a podcast, right? Week after week after week or month after month, whatever yeah. it is. And so take those baby steps and allow yourself to have those opportunities to gain that confidence, like I said, and, you, and, and, and use those marketing dollars later on when you are ready to start to have something on your own Absolutely. like this. 100%. And can yeah. I have one more story? Am I allowed to do that? One more story, and then we're going to wrap it up, so, Brother Kyle. Um, a guy that I just had on my podcast, he has a podcast in Georgia called What's Up Dunwoody. And it's Dunwoody, Georgia. Uh, he's had over 60,000 downloads of his podcast, and he interviews city officials. He's interviewed the mayor. And the, the, the morning of our episode, he was like, dude, the mayor texted me this morning. And, and so this is, the reason I'm telling the story is, to me, the most powerful aspect of a podcast is the doors it opens for you that have nothing to do with the podcast. Like this guy now is friends with the mayor mm-hmm. because he invited him on a show. But if he just would have called the mayor and been like, I'm a local realtor and I'd love to have coffee with you, <laughs> that the mayor's going to be like, yeah. what? No. Yeah. And so I, in the inside of the real estate space, <clears throat> I could pretty much ask anyone Hey, my name's Kyle Draper. I'm a social media guy. I have a podcast where I add value to realtors and lenders. I would love to bring you on the show because you have so much value to offer people. Like that's such an easy ask. Yeah. Then for me to be like, I have a coaching program and I'd love to tell you about. No, there's a million of those, right? So that's what I love. I mean, I I think if I'm a realtor in Dallas-Fort Worth and I have a local podcast where Mm -hmm. I can literally call the mayor of Dallas's office and go, man, there's so much crazy stuff going on in the city right now. And I would just love to have you on the show and let you just tell the story. That's an awesome opportunity. And who knows the doors that it opens. And it started with, I just want to have you on my show. Yep. I haven't talked about title once, have I? No, no. no. And you don't have to. It's <laughs> right. right there. Because let's be honest. What the hell are we going to talk about? For 30 minutes about title. Actually, if you talk to my escrow officers, there's a lot. <laughs> 100% that people would care about until they need it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so this is the beauty of it. It's literally right there. Right. It's been on the screen. Oh, I just spit a lot. It has been on the screen the entire episode. You made Ziggy laugh. I know. We got, <laughs> we got him in the back. But it's this is the beauty of what we do. Yeah. I don't have to lead with me. I am the host. I'm literally the host of the show. So why do I need to make it more about me? I can make it about you and all the value that you bring. I get credit for Look what I did that today. Every week, somebody texts me or calls me or or, or emails me and is like, dude, that episode that you did with Mm so-and-so, that was powerful. Mm -hmm. They're not calling them and saying that. They're calling me. 
This isn't rock science. People need to be crushing these. What's the Nike slogan? Just do it. Is that the right one? Mm-hmm. I should have made up something weird and said it. <laughs> you made Ziggy laugh yeah. again. <laughs> Man, I love it. I, love I haven't it. heard Ziggy laugh yet. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> that's all I care about. I'm not even trying to say smart things. I just want the people behind the curtain to laugh at Right. Me. Well, I think that's going to be the last one for today because we need to wrap it up. Okay. Thank you, Kyle. You are so welcome. For being my guest on the podcast today. Thank you all for watching today. Uh, this is another episode of Spilling the LT. Make sure that you go on to all of our uh, channels, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever a podcast is posted. You can watch it there. Make sure you like, share, and follow so that you can make sure you stay up to date on all things real estate. I'm your host, Tamara Gady, and I thank you for another episode. <laughs>